Why does your camera give out on your other episodes? I don't know. It just dies sometimes. Yeah, like, it just kind of continues. Right. And then at some point... Well, the first episode, the battery was full. Oh. No, sorry, no, the battery. The, the, the SD card was full. And then on the second episode with Bryce, the camera just kind of gave up. Mm. Like, it just... I don't know what happened. It was either full or it, it didn't work. But, yeah, okay. so... Let's get started now. Okay. All right. Hello, everybody. This is take two of episode three because I forgot to click the record button. Woo, smart on me. All right, so <laughs> today on episode three, we have a very, very special guest that I've known for a long, long time. And she, in my mind, is almost a genius because she's been doing so many crazy things in since grade seven from, from what I know. It's, it's pretty crazy. It's, so let's just give her an introduction. Everybody, round of applause for Annika. <laughs> All right, so let's get started to uh, where we did uh, five minutes ago. So what really got you started with uh, science and neuroscience specifically? Okay, um, so the main, um, the main catalyst kind of that brought me into the whole scientific field um, was the fact that, or when I found out that my grandfather was um, diagnosed with Parkinson's disease, and this happened um, in around 2012, um, and, uh, it was actually kind of hard for my family and I, uh, because we visited every couple of years, um, and the, the more times I got to visit him, I could really see, um, the toll that the disease was having on his body. Yeah, like, his hands were shaking when he had to perform, like, simple tasks around the house, um, and it was kind of difficult, uh, for me to watch, um, cause I love him a lot and, uh, and he's such a great person and he's Definitely done so much with his life. See. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, that's when I figured out that I wanted to do something, um, that wouldn't only better his life, but could better people's lives with Parkinson's disease. Um, and the fact that I was interested in science from a young age, um, also kind of helped that, um, to kind of all put it all together and be like, okay, science fairs. Um, are going to be one way where I'm going to be able to express um, how I'm interested in science, but then I also have like a personal connection with um, something that's like your heart's powering it, not just your brain, right? Yeah. It's that's that's really cool. So where uh, where specifically? So neuroscience. Do you want to go further into that? So like a surgeon or anything like that? Yeah. So the dream is um, right now. The dream is to become a neurosurgeon. Um, I kind of I'm I'm open in a sense where um, I just have a passion for the sciences and the neurosciences um, right now and so I'll kind of um, want to be able to go to places and do things that will fuel that passion um, and let me do uh, what it is that I want to do um, but yes right now the dream is to become a neurosurgeon yeah so it, it's I get the feeling that it's not it, it's the the passion starts from with your grandfather but is there some like humanitarian kind of you want to save a lot of people kind of thing within you or is that just um well i know parkinson's disease does affect a lot of people um around the world and it's not just my grandfather um and so knowing that if i do if i could do something um that could better his life then it could better other people's lives and that also in a sense is fulfilling um because you know that you'll be able to have an impact on a lot of people's lives um, and knowing that one of them is the people that you really care about is also kind of... That's really cool. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's also insane. So you really got started with 
your studies in grade seven? Yeah, yeah. grade seven. So what, what did you start off doing there? Let's, what, let's my start, project in grade yeah, seven? Yeah, because I remember he, like, hearing that, and I was like, whoa, what? In grade, in grade seven, Carson was like, no way, that's, that's not real. <laughs> it was real. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so in grade seven, um, I kind of started small. Um, which is a good place to start for all when you're that young. For sure. Um, and so my project kind of focused on um, looking at the causes of Parkinson's disease, potential causes, one being um, pesticides. And the link that I drew to that was um, we're vegetarian. My whole family's vegetarian. Yep. And so, um, and my grandparents living in India, um, they consume a lot of vegetables and stuff. And I was like, oh, but people spray pesticides on vegetables. So I kind of drew that link in my mind. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, what if um, pesticides could be linked to Parkinson's disease or other neurodegenerative diseases like Parkinson's? Um, and so that is kind of where I started it, started my research, actually. And I was like, and I found that um, there was some correlation. And so then um, that's kind of what I showcased to judges at um, the regional fair, Bay Area Science and Engineering Fair. Um, it's in Toronto. Or mm-hmm. not Toronto, sorry, it's in Hamilton. Um, and then from there, I I won a couple of awards at BASEF. And so then I moved on to the National Fair in Fredericton, mm-hmm. um, where I won a bronze with the same project. Um, except for that project, I did a bit more um, research into... Oh, so they did let you update it a little bit? Yeah. Okay. Or, well, they, yeah, they, they also let me update it, and I expressed that I wanted to update it. So mm-hmm. I was like, I have a bit of time, like I had about a month. And I was like, yeah, I could I could add a bit of more data, um, especially in the area where I was more focused on was the neuroprotective part of it. So I was like, oh, are there agents that could um, protect the neurons that are dying in Parkinson's disease patients because the pesticides are inducing that damage? Yeah. Um, and so then I did a little bit of work on that. And I saw that um, those two natural compounds were, in fact, um, being neuroprotective or having therapeutic properties. Um, And so I kind of, that's how I got into it initially with my first year. Um, And then... Wait, this was all in your first year? Yeah. I thought this was like, whoa, I thought that was like three years ago. What? No, no, no. That was 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 all all in grade seven? seven? Yeah. Jeez, that's... The, the, the regional fair was in, like, the end of March. Yeah. And um, they're, like, a couple days later, they'll announce, like, the awards. Um, and then in May is when there's the national and international fairs. That's really so cool. it's all it's a quick turnaround. So I remember seeing, what was it, something about... It was a sponsored by... It was a competition sponsored by... Um, Intel. In, yeah, Intel. Yeah. So, so that's what was all that the over? Intel International Science and Engineering Fair, or Intel ISEF, yeah. as they abbreviate it. Um, and so I got a call in February of um, when I was in grade eight. Um, and they called me and they... Um, or they got in contact with me and they were like, oh, you your successes in the... 2015 Canada-wide competition um, were incredible and so we were wondering if you'd like to be a Broadcom Masters international student which is essentially um, I served as the single middle school um, delegate from all of Canada at the international fair so I was like a student observer I took part in a program um, that connected me with like um, 24, 25 others that were representing their own countries. Yeah. Um, so it was so cool. I mean, I think it was one of the most, um, important weeks of my entire life. I learned so much from that. 
Um, and we kind of touched base on this in part one or take one, but, yeah, um, yeah. but like the passion that other people have for a subject that you're passionate about, I don't know, it's just like the environment and the space. There's just so much, there's so much energy and there's just a lot yeah. going on. Like, it's, I think the best way to put it, cause the, be- yeah, the best way to put it would be, it's really just, there's so many people, uh, so many great and like-minded people around you yeah. that it just kind of builds up. It builds not only the pressure of playing and doing well, right? Um, but it builds up this, let's do this. This is something big. Let's, yeah. let's put all my heart into this. Let's yeah. put as much as I can into this yeah. and let's see how it goes. Yeah. It's, it doesn't really, we're like for a school fair yeah. where it's just, you're in your gymnasium putting cardboard things up. <laughs> That's important too. That's that's it's a good sure. start. It's a good that's start. That's important too. But the pressure of like a big, large scale conference, especially something sponsored by a yeah. big brand like Intel. Yeah. That that's that's amazing. It is. It is. It's a very good environment, um, and there's a lot of positive exchanges about science, and um, people form a lot of connections. Like I'm still in contact with a lot of the other delegates that I met from that program. I mean, we still talk on a regular basis, like, how's your projects or, like, what research are you doing? I mean, they're all doing amazing things. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of, that was, like, my elementary school experience with science fairs. And then in high school, when grade nine started, I took it a lot more seriously mm-hmm. um, because, obviously, there was much more that I saw that I could do after having been to ISEF in um, grade eight. And... Um, I kind of took it from there. I did a project on um, looking at the protective effects of a protein um, on dopaminergic neurons, which are the neurons that are dying in Parkinson's disease patients. Um, and I did a little bit of work to see that um, that it could be therapeutic. Um, and therapeutic so, meaning like therapeutic solving me- some of the main issues? Yeah, like um, healing like it. Oh, kind okay, of. healing, okay. Um, therapeutic is essentially like um, like drugs or therapeutics, like they're okay. helping. Okay. Um, yeah. I was just thinking therapeutic as in a different term. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so I presented that at my re- at the regional fair, and I won a gold and a couple of special awards, and then I um, I got to go to the national fair in May. Again, this was all in the same year, and I presented the same project, and I got a silver medal, which was which was I was really happy with that um, because I'd found kind of my safe spot. Um, being science fairs and I was like yeah this is something that I really want to do um, and it's rewarding when you get awarded for something that you're really passionate about um, it kind of drives you to keep going because um, uh, sometimes people give up yeah. um, and I hate seeing people give up um, Me too. especially yeah especially with something like science or something that you're passionate about and you see someone um, who starts out with that much passion um, but then they they kind of lose hope for a lot of reasons. It dies it dies out, not only because yeah. like personal reasons or yeah. something like that. It could be anything. But exactly. um I think it's it's sad because there's so much you should do so much to promote like fields that you're interested in, whether it be business or science or something else. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, just keep people interested. I think that's really important. Yeah, there's a it, speaking on the terms of like people dying out from their passion, that's that's a really big thing in like today. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there's so much pressure, especially uh, on younger people, to find what they want to do and solve all these issues that are happening in nowadays. Like, yeah. like I've talked to other ones like climate change or anything like that. There's yeah. so many big issues and so much pressure on so many people that they might just 
I don't want to, I don't want to push this hard. I know I, I feel like I'm going to break and they don't want to get past that, the hard times right. and they'll settle for something less. Yeah. And like I've talked about in the past, passion is what you need though. If you continue with it, you're going to be fine. And I can see <laughs> you've gone through some hard times Yeah. and uh, like with your, your grandfather and that's, that's something hard and that just fuels your passion even further. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So as long as you can find something that you really, truly, truly like. You're going to continue doing it forever and you're going to love every second of it. Wise words by Carson. Wise words. <laughs> yeah, I agree though. Yeah, that's, it's, it's true. It's, it's, it's something that you really need to focus on at a young age. It's like, it's weird and going through, we've both gone through the, the same school board and it's, it's kind of weird how they, they teach it. They kind of force different things. You know what I mean? Like with like the, some of the teaching styles and the teachers always vary and it, it, it's not consistent, which, yeah. which does suck. And if you, if you find someone that's in the, the, they don't get what they're doing yet or they don't feel it, they, they can't find it out. It's really hard because there's always going to be that one teacher that's going to push you as hard as you can. And there's yeah, going to be that one so teacher. Great. There's that one teacher that's going to like kind of let you simmer out. Yeah. It's tough though. I mean, um, for me, I guess like always taking science courses, um, throughout high school um and I'll be taking some next year as well um but it's I think it's just really important to stay connected um with the field of your interest um whatever it may be um and to just find ways to be engaged with it um and if you're not engaged then maybe like step back and rethink um about different ways that you could take this um I think talking with people helps like f figuring out what you may or may not like For um sure. but you should you should definitely give stuff a try like you'll never know if you don't try it exactly yeah i i didn't know this was this Ugh. this little podcast thing would be something i'd enjoy because i used i watched a lot of them right right and i think that's like nowadays like a lot of our uh, our age group and above and beyond yeah are all there it, it very like it, a lot of people like enjoy them they, it yeah. works so i was just like hey why, why not order two microphones let's try it out and it worked i'm enjoying it you tried out how your science for you're like hey i really yeah. want to i want to yeah. solve this let's yeah. see if let's see if i can do that or and like kind of see how far it takes you see how far it takes you yeah. and it's and i can see your passion right now will take yeah. you really far yeah oh thanks and it's it's uh, it's, I know, I know, I don't know what it is, but I can, I can feel it. And I, and I know with, oh, I'm going to segue into the next question, but I know, I know it's going to take you far and I know you're going to be able to adjust to all the new technologies that come out. Right. Right. So, cause you can already tell through whatever thing you're in, there's always going to be a change in technology, whatever that's engineering to science, business, yeah. the trades, anything like that. There's always going to be an adjustment, right? Right. I, I, I'll tell it, I can tell you're going to handle it. And I just, I'm just curious how you think. Um, that will uh, cause issues or cause solutions? Um, yeah, I mean, that's a good point to bring up because we know technology is always advancing. It is failing us at times. Like, take like today. Two, Thanks, like, camera. Take, take two of this. Um, but I think if you handle it safely, um, like you don't get, or not necessarily you don't get too excited, like, there's, there's limits that you should set on technology. I guess with science, it's a little different. Um, we do rely on technology like microscopes and stuff like that to be able to, you know, do some of the work, yep. preliminary work. Um, and fancy microscopes uh, do help us, like, go farther and beyond than what other people have looked at before. I'm just curious, what's the, like, the, how far can they... 
Uh, um, so with, with the research that I did, um, I didn't have to deal with super, super fancy microscopes. Yep. I mean, they did multiply maybe like 140 times, maybe 200 times. Um, cause I was dealing, I tested with, um, with nematode worms about a millimeter long. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be able to see like the cells the in their bodies. Yeah. Um, there's like whole scientific procedures about that, but I didn't, I didn't use a lot of fancy microscopes and stuff like that, but um, for some other areas of science, um, advancements of technology like you bring up, like that could play an effect um, on how it does shape the ways we're interacting with science yep. and performing science. Um, but I think uh, generally it'll be beneficial um, because technology is something that's always going to change and always going to do good things and connect us with other people. So, yeah, yeah we'll just have to wait and see. Well, exactly. We'll, we'll have to see if the world is still around in a couple of years, right? <laughs> the world no, will be around. I know, it's just a joke. But there's, yeah, it's, it's really cool to see how fast everything's adjusting, right? Especially because yeah. you can see 10 years ago, because I'm, I'm a car guy, I know okay. a lot about cars. If we bring it into something that I actually know, <laughs> um, that, like, you can, it's still science, but it's like you can see how there's some cars in the past years that I've just gone, oh, I can drive on my own now. Like, okay. There's no there's no issue. Like, Tesla's just killing the game with, oh. we'll, we'll drive on my own. We'll yeah. see. It's, it's like that just small. See how far it takes. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. In, in those 10 years, you can see how much in advance. I just can't wait to see how far technology will take, uh, like neuroscience or yeah. any other science or just science as a whole. Even business, too. Even, yeah, business, too. But it's like, whoa. Like, that's yeah. going to be, it's going to be something really to look out for not look out for but like always keep your eye on it because you never know it's going to be we might cure something sooner than we might think just because some crazy thing might come out yeah yeah you never know like that's 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 what's cool so i'm also curious you were talking about um earlier about mac how you're working in mac as a like a, a volunteer or yeah so i'm in as like a student researcher slash volunteer um and i when i'm getting in contact with professors that I want to work in, um, in their lab when I express that I want, that I'm interested, um, if it's their field or the work that they're doing, um, once I like kind of t- let them know that that's what I, what I want to do, um, they, they're kind of like really open, um, to the fact of letting someone young, like into science and into something that they're interested in. Um, I'm sorry, what'd you say? You were, <laughs> you were talking about how um, you were bringing people in. Like, they were bringing people into McMaster. Right. And, like, you were one of the volunteers um, <clears throat> that's working in there. And they like bringing in people that are younger just to kind of show off and bring in a, uh, like, b- b- build your passion more, I guess. Right. Like, um, in all the labs that I've worked with, there's, like, a whole range of ages and students. Um, some doing their PhD, some undergrads doing, like, summer projects. Um, and then um, sometimes you see other students um, as well. I think the big thing is um, people always want to get other people interested into subjects that they find interesting. Like for someone that's interested in science, they want to bring other people that could be up and coming or the next generation to come and kind of join them and be like, yeah, you're really interested too. Let's see where this takes us or be business or like you come, let's collaborate. Let's, let's do something for cool. Sure. Let's do something new. Like, there's always, 
there's always that sense of bringing new people in and then collaborating with them and it could take it could take you places yeah that's also a, a great thing yeah just being able to like collaborate with people like today i wouldn't have been able to understand anything that you're talking about because i would have to spend hours and hours on a computer looking something up but just a quick collaboration whether that's one episode or two yeah. takes yeah um <laughs> there's it's, it's it's really cool and I, I feel you definitely got a ton of networking uh with oh, yeah. your fairs right so yeah. you, you're definitely still talking you like we said earlier you're still talking with all your friends yeah from there which is it's cool because yeah. those are going to be people you'll see in the future right and maybe they'll be able to help you out in there. exactly exactly like that's the whole point of i guess any fair you brought up um how you did the, your your kind of business fair too yeah um, there's a lot of people you can network with and I think it's really important in this day and age where social media is kind of like blowing up and um, there's a lot of you know collabs that take place whether it's beneficial um, for both parties or not mm -hmm. I mean that's all something to take into account but um, just collaboration in general like especially in a field like the sciences um, it's really important because that's how you make discoveries is like oh you have something cool that we could test out because we have the facilities. Let's work, let's work on something together. Yeah, that's actually how I got my pro. I got to where I am with this project because um, the lab that I'm working with is in collaboration with the lab in the states, and they're like, "Oh, we developed this peptide. We need people to test it." And the lab that I'm working in is like, "Yeah, we're we're gonna take it. We're down to take it." And so that's how I got my hands on the peptide, um, the, the peptide protein that I tested with. So, so how, is yeah. So how did you get into the the lab though? Like, how did that all start out? Uh, yeah, so um, I know a lot of other um, science fair friends uh, know that it's a similar, um, it's a similar fair every year. Um, you email professors and like sometime over the summer um, with project ideas that you're interested in. Um, you got to do a lot of research into like labs um, at whatever local or uni local university or um, college um, that has a lab that you could work with and or work in and you kind of email them you let them know that you're interested in um their work and what they're doing that you want to do something cool too and um it's a matter like waiting to hear who's, who's gonna, gonna respond, respond or who yeah so it's it's a little bit of a wait but i think it's worth it yeah uh, you, interested in. you mentioned social media how I, i'm curious I, i'm not sure if it has any part to do with science or but how does it play into uh your field or what you want to do um, so I think social media is a good platform um, to um, kind of express or put yourself out there in a sense because sure. when you're when you're really invested in um, a field, um, any field, um, you really want to be able to be known um, or build a name for yourself. I think that's a better way to put it. And so well, the brand really yeah yeah exactly. And so one particular case I saw this year. Um, was when I won um, the Southwestern Ontario Regional Competition for Sanofi um, this past April. Um, I got publicity. I came out in the in the Hamilton spec, and that was pretty cool um, mm -hmm. because I got in contact with people that were like, oh, hey, like I think your work is really interesting. Like, Can I learn more about it? And they're like, um, there's bio students, I don't know what, like other universities and they're just like contacting me and they're like yeah like I think your work is really cool so like you can form relationships whether or not we're collaborating now but like further down the road exactly. like it could be something so like social media I don't know what people think of when they hear social media like whether it be Instagram or snap or like um like YouTube or 
through podcasts or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But like the whole platform in general is essentially just there to like share what you know um, and kind of really put yourself out there and um, build a name for yourself. Um, I'm also just curious because I kind of come from a background of, well, for me, I've just learned a lot about marketing and that's kind of where I'd like my business kind of thing to go. Right. Is Have, have you thought of building uh, like a page for you to just grow your connections and build your network even bigger and just show off something that some things that you're doing or something like yeah. that? That, now that you mention that, that's actually a good idea. That's a whole like marketing take yeah. on science fair. That's yeah. pretty cool. I should consider that. Yeah, because uh, I think just for this, and I pushed a lot on social media just for this podcast alone. Yeah. And I've gotten a lot of responses. So yeah. I'm just thinking for you, yeah. if you could build uh, your own little page, you don't need to post that much. Posting a lot of content will help you, but you post once a week or so, whatever you're yeah. doing, and more people will follow, yeah. more people will like it, and more... Uh, with that means is you're going to be getting more interesting people you'll get at one out of a hundred people yeah. you'll get that'll be like well okay this yeah. person knows what they're doing they can definitely help me out yeah. so i think that, that might be something and that's definitely a path i think you should take and i think that'll yeah. work out solid got it <laughs> thanks <laughs> yeah but yeah it's, it's really cool how science has not only taken from like it will use other things to support its own right pardon like science has taken uh, other things and used it kind of to support them up, their support themselves. Right. Like you can see a lot of uh, other science projects or small business, uh, small groups that haven't really fully got in there on like Kickstarter and stuff like that. Right. That are trying to find something new, or trying yeah. to build something new. Yeah. What do you think? If you ever to go off, would you ever go off on your own, or would you always stay stick uh, near to a university or something like that? Um. You mean, for like science endeavors and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. I mean, for me, I think. Um, I've been in and out of science kind of practically my whole life at this point. Yep. Um, so it's something I want to stay really close to. Um, I might veer off like temporarily, but that's just because um, you always want to try something new. For sure. Um, but science has played a huge role in my life and um, science fairs particularly. And I've gotten to um, know and become close with a lot of people that like I looked up to when I was little. And I was like, yep. wow, like this is someone that... Like, I just love to hear what they're doing and, like, be friends with them. And, like, I am. And it's, it's actually, like, crazy because... Now you're working with you, them. Right. You're, like, you respect them so much. There's just a lot of respect. Like, yeah. And so I'll always be in the sciences um, doing whatever I can to um, kind of stay into that field. But, yeah. So it's just, like, a great community. It right? is, yeah. And it's a very big community, too. For because sure. with everything going on, um, whether it be today or 100 years ago, like, science is... Science has stayed constant. Like, it's there's true. always discoveries being made, um, always new things happening, along with other things like technology. Yeah, that came up in there as well. But but science is one thing that's kind of been there the longest, I would say. It's been, the, yeah, I'd say it's but definitely the most been... most consistent, maybe. For sure. It's definitely been something that's, like, everybody's known of. Yeah. But they couldn't get a grasp of it. Right. That's why it's really important for youth to get involved. So get involved. <laughs> Everybody, you better get involved. Um, <laughs> if you're interested, yes. Or just it's get involved anyways. Try it out, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it's really cool. And especially... Uh, uh, what was it? You were, uh, you were talking about something on the... Oh, yeah, so here it was. You were talking about how... You mentioned this, sorry. Uh, it was about how we know more about our, 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 we know more about space than we do our oceans and our brain. Yeah. 
Um, that's it's a st- it's yeah I don't remember where I read it from, um, but it was like some stat or like some cool fact that um, like scientists know more about space than they do about our own our own brains or about the ocean, um, and I think it's it's kind of crazy, um, but it it could be explainable because the brain is just so complex, one of the most complex organs um, in our entire body. Um, and there's just so much that we don't know about it, which is why preliminary research, like some of what I'm trying to do, mm-hmm. um, is necessary um, for the purposes of this field. Yeah, that's yeah. that's really interesting. On that note, guys, that's that's a big wow, right? Yeah. And we haven't even really touched the sur. We've just we've touched we've just touched the surface of yeah. like what neuroscience is and yeah. what you're going into fully. Right, and right, I'll definitely yeah. need to have you on again, but. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's crazy. All right, everybody, thank you for coming to episode three, take two, because the camera stopped wearing it. Thank you, Canon. But yeah, thank you, everybody. We're going to be doing three episodes a week on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Uh, thank you for coming out again, and thank you for everybody listening on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. Thank you.